Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening. Today is Wednesday, December 21st, and you are listening to Rocket City Lift. Hello all, welcome back to Rocket City Lift. I'm Brett Goodman. And I'm Tara Bolger. And we come to you three times a week to bring a bit of a spiritual lift to your day. Today we are going to be in the book of Isaiah. But before we get to that scripture, let's begin with a prayer. Let us pray. Gracious God, long ago you spoke to the shepherds out in the open field and we pray that you would speak to us again. In the words of your scripture, may we find life anew in the person of Christ. We ask it all in his name. Amen. Amen. Our scripture is from Isaiah chapter 7, verses 10 through 14. Listen for a word from God. Again, the Lord spoke to Ahaz, saying, Ask a sign of the Lord your God. Let it be deep as Sheol or high as heaven. But Ahaz said, I will not ask and I will not put the Lord to the test. Then Isaiah said, Hear then, O house of David, is it too little for you to weary mortals that you weary my God also? Therefore the Lord himself will give you a sign. Look, the young woman is with child and shall bear a son and shall name him Emmanuel. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks Thanks be be to to God. God. Brett, can you give us some context? Who is Ahaz and what's going on in this passage? So Ahaz uh, was a king of Judah, uh, not a good one. Uh, he he didn't even make it into the like the sepulcher of t- of kings because he brought in all this idolatry. He did not lead the people faithfully. Uh, his son Hezekiah will be a pretty good king, but he is not. Um, and so that's important to know because Ahaz's response could be taken as like, oh, faithfulness, faithfulness, right? I will not ask. I will not put the Lord to the test. Uh, But it's kind of empty piety uh, in in some ways uh, that that the Lord is saying ask. And he's like, oh, no, I could never ask when he hasn't been faithful. Um, And yet uh, this unfaithful king who has done terrible things, who who has led the people astray, God still works. God still gives the hope of uh, of Emmanuel, of God with us, that there will be um, a Christ figure. Uh, that at this point we're thinking they're probably thinking this will be someone who will be a, a a human king during the time. But we as Christians will read back on this and and find it pointing to Jesus uh, when God will become incarnate. Um, and so it gives us a little bit of uh, context for that. The other word I just want to point out if if the listeners unfamiliar is the word Sheol and that's just um in the in the Israelite cosmology how they saw the world heavens were literally literally up uh if we if you look up the heavens were up and if you looked down below the earth was Sheol which is where uh people went where they died whether they were good or bad it was it was just kind of a land of the dead and that was it's kind of like Hades it's kind of like Hades yes exactly uh and so um and so Essentially, the the analogy used, lowest Sheol or highest heaven, is anything, 
right? Mm-hmm. Uh, as, as, as the lowest low can go or as high as the highest can go, asking anything. Um, uh, and so that's where that comes from. What do you find uh, happening in this or hope or You know, it's funny. Or? It starts out about Ahaz, ask a sign. And there's a part of me that imagines if I were Ahaz knowing my sinfulness, I wouldn't want a sign. Yeah. I'd be like, I'm good not knowing. Yeah. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good point. But Isaiah gives a sign, not even for Ahaz, but for the people. Mm. Um, so it may sound like it's a personal kind of thing in the beginning between a king and a prophet and the divinity. Mm-hmm. But what Isaiah turns it is, is here's good news for the whole house of David, because mm-hmm. it's not about Ahaz. Mm-hmm. It's about God's people and who will lead them. Mm-hmm. And I think this Emmanuel, right, God with us, proves what we've long known from the writings of the Old Testament, which is the people demanded a king, even the very best king still sins, Mm -hmm. and then there are some really, really bad kings Mm -hmm. like Ahaz. Mm -hmm. And so we will never understand or be led in the righteous ways of God until it's God's self that comes to us Mm -hmm. in Emmanuel. Mm -hmm. Um, But I love that turn. I really just see Ahaz being like, mm, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna test God yeah. because the the sign could be horrifying. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But that's okay because Isaiah still has a word for the people and doubles down on that. Um, and so the young woman who is with a child and shall bear son and name him Emmanuel. That's why we read this right in mm-hmm. Advent because mm-hmm. it shows God's plan unfolding from the time of Isaiah. Mm-hmm. Um, John would even put it further back than that, mm-hmm. that right, uh, Jesus was with God in the beginning. Um, but that idea in John's gospel, in the beginning was the word. That's what this is really about. Who is going to be the word? We wanted kings to show us what the word was, and it never went the way it should. And so now we're going to have the actual word come and live with us. And that's just really good news, I think. And it's, you know, uh, when times are difficult uh, for the people who are in Israel, right? They're they're looking for a sign. This is pre-exile, but yep. uh, but the the Babylonians are knocking at the door. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's it's a uh, it, it's it's it. There is a storm. There is there is movement around. There is fear within the city, uh, and so the people are looking for what is salvation in the midst of this uh, upcoming despair. Uh, and and Isaiah gives that word of hope, as you said, not to Ahaz, but to the people, which has been the word of hope since, all along. All along, mm-hmm. since the since the the nation of Israel formed coming out of Egypt, that God's covenant is that God will be with them, uh, and there is something unique and special uh, that is going to happen in the person of Jesus Christ, which the people are completely unprepared for which we are unprepared for and yep. why we spent spend this time of advent preparing and looking with expectation to that yes our quote today is from henry Nowen, who says at first sight joy seems to be connected with being different when you receive a compliment or win an award, you experience the joy of not being the same as others. You are faster, smarter, more beautiful, and it is that difference that brings you joy. But such joy is very temporary. True joy is hidden where we are all the same as other people, fragile and mortal. It is the joy of belonging to the human race. It is the joy of being with others as a friend, a companion, a fellow traveler. 
And this is the joy of Jesus, who is Emmanuel, God with us. I love that. And then just as an aside, I read something earlier this week, I actually used it in the Advent Devotion video, that joy is an emotion that comes from a deep sense of well-being. And I would argue you can only have that in Christ. Mm -hmm. Friends, we hope you'll join us again on Friday. But as you go, may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you. May the Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace, both now and in the life everlasting. Amen. Amen.